Welcome to the No Toes Down podcast at BitCat Country and SB Nation. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at No Toes Down and email us at notoesdown at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe and rate us. got comments asking um where we'd gone but uh been around we didn't go anywhere we just had some personal stuff to take care of it's taken care of so now we're back to talk about the jaguars and there's nothing exciting to talk about yeah i heard you have a a public service announcement for the people of jacksonville what is it City of Jacksonville, Jaguars fans around the world, gather your brooms. Because it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. This team's a disaster. I, honestly, it's, it's brutal. Like I could care less right now. It's hard to do these podcasts because what, what do you want to talk about? It's, it's nice to be fun and optimistic. Those are like what the people we are. And it's, there's nothing fun and optimistic to talk about. I know. We've, we've basically decided that we're just going to freelance this freelance this episode if no one's figured that out yet. We're not but, talking about the games yeah. because you don't want to hear about the games. It's just frustrating. We don't want to hear what the coaches and players have to say. Uh, we could do the segment of hating ass Jaguars at least, though. Yeah. Maybe. It's in tune with the theme of just sad. <laughs> of sad. just sad pettiness. Oh, man. It, it's so brutal, though. Like, Jaguars fans have had one winning season since 2007, I'm pretty sure. One winning season, and that was 2017. They had a couple years where they were like sort of competitive, but it's just terrible now. And yeah, like just lose every game. Just lose every game. Get Trevor Lawrence. Um, maybe worst case, you get Fields from Ohio State, but... Don't try and win. But that has that worked, though? Has that no, worked? But, uh, so why are we question. still doing the same thing? It's like, okay, fine, you get the worst record, so you get first pick. But then... <laughs> it's still terrible. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say that, but if that's been what has happened over and over again, it's at this point, it's not even like, okay, let's, you know, get first pick again. And then we're right back at it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a couple things. When the Jaguars have been picking, it usually seems to be like fourth pick, fifth pick, sixth pick, seventh pick. The one year they had the second pick was like in 2013, and there were no um, transformational players. Just a bunch of whatevers. Sure. Okay. This year, there are one quarterback for sure, maybe two, maybe three, who are projected to be, like, stars. And Trevor Lawrence has never been a college quarterback like this guy, so... And his name's Trevor. Let's go. So, um, there's a couple things. You need to... Get into a position where you can pick one of those quarterbacks. It's all about the quarterback. Um, But you need the right people drafting 
The Jags have so many picks next draft. I can't believe we're talking about draft after <laughs> six games. This is a disaster. One in five, right? Yeah, one in five. This is terrible. Um, and, I, you know, I never have ever wanted the Jags to lose, but it's just to a point. It's just comical watching these games. It's so bad. How did they win the first game? Anyway, back to the draft. You need the right people to pick, to pick the players. And they clearly haven't had that. Dave Caldwell's still here. You look at his, his track record of first-round picks. The only good ones he picked have left the team because they didn't want to be here anymore. Right? So it's just, uh, it's just so bad. Um, so uh, I think you need new management to pick the players mm-hmm. because clearly that's been an issue. Um, but now you have a chance maybe to finally get like a, a quarterback. So... You know, whatever we can do to help the Jets win, whatever we can do to help some of those other low-level teams win, I don't know, give them some candy, give them some chocolate, send them some gifts, make them feel good about themselves. They can go and win their games, and we can keep losing. So what what I'm hearing from you, basically, is that we should get someone so that Minshew can have a seat on the bench. I don't think Minshew's winning any games. Dang. He's fallen off. You know, I love the guy, and he would be a great backup, but you see his flaws. He can't throw the ball far. He can't throw the ball hard. I mean, he just doesn't have a strong arm, and now you're really seeing it. Probably defenses are changing how they play against him. Um, you could see last game, as I was, you know, fast-forwarding, play, fast-forward, play, fast-forward, play. Um he just get the snap and someone would be open one yard down the field and just get rid of it. Like, he just doesn't have that confidence, but he doesn't have some of the ability you need. So, it's just not there either. Do you think that could be something that he could be coached into? The confidence part of it? Because you're saying he can't throw far. Like, isn't that something that your coach and I guess all the, the coaching staff is meant mm-hmm. to work with you to get there? Or... Is he just at a point where, I don't know, maybe that's a question that we have to say, like, is the coaching staff good enough? Well, obviously they're not. Oh, okay. But you might as well keep them along so you can keep losing. This is how terrible this conversation is. (laughs) Um, But to the question, you can coach Minshew on things like reading the defense, understanding the offense, making reads... Um, going through your progressions, you know, moving around the pocket. But things like arm strength is like a God-given ability. Things like speed, God-given ability. Um, So if you you could give Minshew like a rocket arm, Mm -hmm. if you could give Minshew, you know, some crazy speed, well, he probably wouldn't be on the Jaguars because he wouldn't have been a sixth-round pick, you know? If he had that rocket arm, I bet he'd be a high-level high player. So the thing about some of these guys coming out of the draft is they have all the stuff Minshew has, but then they have the God-given ability to, to forget. Like Trevor Lawrence can fire the ball as far as anyone, um, and he can run as fast as a lot of these quarterbacks, right? So you just need a guy who can... Quarterback's so important. You just need a guy who can take over and uh, lead a franchise... Yeah. God help us, because if 
Trevor Lawrence isn't part of this team next year. I might have to pick you up off the floor and call for help. Trevor might not be part of this fan bit. No, I'll always be a fan. I'm never leaving the team, but this is as bad as it gets. Even the years with Gus Bradley felt better than this because, I mean, because <laughs> maybe because it hasn't been like 10 years in a row, you know? At that time, it was like three or four, and it was like, okay. But this is just awful. So... I don't know, continue to watch, continue to hope for some players to do some good things. James Robinson, DJ Chark, who DJ Chark's frustrated. Keelan Cole, Miles Jack, keep playing well, but not well enough to win. And that's the thing that I also worry about. It's like the performance of the team overall, yeah. but then the star players within the team probably start to... It gets demoralizing. Like, just watching oh, yeah. it yeah. is like, yeah, it's demoralizing. So I can't imagine playing hard and still losing that much. So yeah. it's very possible that even though the team is looking to get first-round pick, mm-hmm. that you are losing star players who already exist. So I don't even know no, if you're, you're right. better off. You're getting some to lose some or you're getting some into a new system into the same system that nobody wants to be a part of and then they're miserable and they're not playing well as a team like because I've always wondered I know there have been some characters on the team who just (laughs) never really got along and were just like you know problem after problem but then does that speak to I don't want to say it the culture because you know what's his name came over nick oh yeah and came over and said (laughs) you're like who is that rome wasn't built in a day yeah (laughs) nick came in and maybe he was onto something but his his delivery was just really terrible yeah um and that's where i'm like okay maybe that could be a problem i could see why and that's not something you can change you know quickly and over a year so something needs to change. Something needs to happen. Someone needs to step up and take more, I guess, control over yeah. the direction the team is going into. Because right now it just feels like things are just happening in different phases and nothing's coordinated mm-hmm. um, in terms of you know building the team, the skill set of the team. A you're plan talking about coaching, you're going. talking about general manager. You're talking about an owner too, right? Yeah, I'm talking about like everyone. I feel like everybody is in a different stage of, you know, where the team should, the direction the team should be going. And so so it's not coordinated. So what comes out is just this confusion, for lack of a better word, happening every Sunday where people are frustrated. Because it's one thing if you, I don't know, if you have bad players and you play bad, then, you know, you're, you shrug your shoulder like, yeah, you know, they're bad. What are you mm-hmm. going to do about it? But there are some real star players on there. And then they're still losing. And it's just like, what what's going on? Yeah. Well, let's take a break and I'll react to what you've said because I have some pretty strong feelings, especially this year, of why I think losing is actually more important than winning a bit and, you know, maintaining some of that. Um what would you say? Like morale, I guess, right? So yeah. let's take a break and we will continue this. And then we will talk about some hate and ass former Jaguar players. All right. Oh, man. Yeah, let's go. All right, we're back. So 
back to your comments about, you know, it's brutal for morale. Players are obviously going to not want to be here if you keep losing. The one difference is if the Jags lose 15 games and win one, um, or they win 12 games and win four, winning four games gets you to, let's say, the seventh or eighth pick. It's not a big deal. And you get another average player who's not going to, you know, change the franchise. And what do you do the next year? You win four or five games again. And then what do you do next year? You win four or five games again. You need to break that cycle. Like you said, everyone's in different... You need to break the cycle. And unfortunately, I think the only way to do it is bottom out. You get rid of coaches. You get rid of general managers. And again, you get that top pick. And you start from scratch with a new philosophy. You have breakthrough players who can make a difference. And those good players that you mentioned on the Jaguars who are obviously frustrated... All it takes is, you know, a few wins. Winning cures everything. It takes a few wins. It takes not even an amazing season. It takes an average season where you win seven games, you win eight games, you're competitive. Mm -hmm. And then the trajectory is up. So bottom out and that trajectory will start up, assuming you have guys who can coach, make the right draft picks, and you're in that slot to pick the right person. It all has to align. Not everyone gets lucky. Um... I mean, these players and coaches aren't going to try and lose. And I don't blame them. Obviously, they're going to try and win. But they're not good enough, so they're not going to win. Hopefully, it sucks to say, hopefully they lose them all. (laughs) And we'll talk about this every week. Oh, no. I know. Isn't this crazy? It's so sad. Um, What's more sad, the Jaguars or 2020? Ooh, that's a close one. It's close, right? It's really close. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Jaguars or 2020? What's more sad? <laughs> Big Cat Country's Twitter handle right now is Big Sad Country. So, perfect. Oh, no. We'll buy right into that. Okay, enough of the Jaguars. We'll talk about next week's game and who knows how that'll go. Let's talk about some former hating-ass Jaguars. There's a few to talk about. This week was kind of good for the Jaguars because the Jags lost, which is good. The Vikings lost, which is good, and the Rams lost, which is good. We have their draft picks. Oh. Um, but let's start with the Vikings and Yannick Ngakwe. He's actually playing really well this year. I think he has four sacks, maybe five sacks. Okay. That's as many as the Jaguars have as an entire team through the se- season so far. But the Vikings suck. The record's the same as the Jaguars. <laughs> so. Um, he might just be motivated because he's the new guy. Could be. Um, you know, he's playing well, he deserves it, but, uh, they're not doing well. So he's not getting that winning culture that he wanted. And if we get their second round pick, that's close to a first round pick. That's great. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, the Rams lost. That was good to see. Hopefully that continues. I was worried that the Rams are good, but they've only beat the NFC East and all those teams suck. So we'll see. Maybe they'll come back to earth a bit and maybe... They'll give us a nice juicy pick in 2021. Uh, Leonard Fournette's still not playing. He's injured or something. The Bucks have been winning without him. They crushed the Packers. Who are some other hate-ass Jaguars we've talked about? Mm. We never mentioned Nick Foles. He's winning. 
It's kind of weird, but he's not hating though. No, he's not a hater. So he's all right. He's all right. Um, Calais definitely not a hater. We no. love him, and he's playing amazing this year. Yeah. Maybe he'll go to the Hall of Fame, and somehow say, "I'm going to retire in the Hall of Fame as a Jaguar." That would be ideal. Uh, Think it could happen after three uh, years with the Jags? No. Nah. Oh, shoot. Wishful thinking here. Yeah. I think that's it. I'm not going to talk about Ronnie Harrison. He had to pick six. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Um, I think that we got to just end it there. This is a sad time for Jags fans. and Yeah. It's going to be a rough next few months. We'll be here. We are back. We'll, you know, get those brooms out, clean this mess. And, yeah, hopefully things are on the, uh, on the upside towards the end of the season. Maybe, the, clear house. maybe next episode, the intro song will just be the broom swishing. <laughs> That's a good one. I think we should do that. That's good. Just, so. You know, preparing you mentally. But, but it, this should give you an idea of how, like, I know we're talking about watching the game and how probably the players feel, but... It's all we got to do is talk about it, and we're barely finding the motivation to do so. So, but we're back, we are going to continue this weekly. Yep, send us questions, give us ideas. We are all ears, and I'm not saying let's go, Jags, I'm saying enjoy this season for what it's worth. We'll be back next week. All right, all right, bye, everybody. Bye.